0: What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston podcast hosted by uh, Dane Gifford today. Eve Gigi is out on a boat somewhere having a good time. Um, We're going to talk all things health-related, talk about all sorts of health information, as well as clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Uh, I'm joined with uh, Corey and Cam of Freshly Fueled um, Performance Meal Prep. Uh, We ran into them not too long ago. They're uh, working out at Hilo, all over town, um, making up great meals. So I'm gonna turn it over to them and let them introduce themselves and then we'll get started.
1: Awesome. Uh, well, I'm Cameron. I'm Corey. Uh, we run Freshly Fueled Meal Prep, which is a uh, meal service and delivery service for the Charleston area. Uh, most likely we deliver right to your front door and our meals are already fully cooked, fully prepped. Um, what makes us a little bit different than other services is we only use whole food ingredients and we make everything from scratch. So the flours, the sauces, the marinades, only whole food, we don't add sugar, we don't use processed flours or anything. Um, So there's a lot of love, a lot of good ingredients that goes into each meal. Um, We run like a weekly schedule. So on Mondays we release the new menu it'll have four lunch or dinner options and then two breakfast options. And we also have some healthy snacks so you don't ruin your goals and healthy eating with snacking throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of load up, um, you pick as many as you want and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then we deliver them. Then next week. That's right. Yeah. That's
2: so it's, awesome. it's all about convenience and trying to
0: live a healthy style, a healthy lifestyle even when you're busy. Yeah. No, that's great. Uh, are you delivering all over town? Is there like an area? Like how's that work?
1: So we hit on Sundays, we do John's Island and James Island. And on Mondays, we do the Peninsula, some areas of Mount Pleasant, and West Ashley. Um, If you're outside of the delivery area, we do have a pickup at our commissary kitchen on Sundays. So if you like, look at our website and you love our meals and you're like, dang i live in daniel island or which we might add as we grow more because we're newer um, more delivery areas but uh, we also have pickup locations we do the high low in west ashley and the orange theory in mount pleasant so if you work out at either of those places or they're just convenient um, we can put our meals in their fridge and then you can pick them up whenever you're ready for them
0: that's awesome yeah hopefully uh we expand quickly right yeah that's that's kind of the point i guess always the goal uh, awesome. Uh, well, we're super happy to, to have you both in here today to, to talk. Uh, we'll definitely get more into nutrition and uh, even your business uh, as we go. But I guess let's start with like where you all grew up and how you found yourself in Charleston. And uh, yeah, what was your childhood like? All that. Absolutely. I'll start that up. Um, I'm
2: originally from Pennsylvania. I grew up in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Coal region.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Yingling. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows about Yingling. That's right? right. That's
2: right. That's our claim to fame right there. Um, but I grew up there. I played sports through high school, and then I went to Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Played football there, and when I graduated from Duquesne, I studied biology there. Um, when I graduated from Duquesne, I was ready to get out of Pennsylvania. So um, I did a little research, and I had a friend who was living in Charleston at the time. So I visited him. It took me out to Folly Beach, and we had a great time, and I was here for about two weeks during the summer, and I was hooked. So as soon as I was able to, I made the move to Charleston, so I've been here for almost nine years now.
0: Okay, so you've been here a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't miss the uh, gloomy skies of Pittsburgh? You know, or... I don't. I don't really I don't know. miss
2: it that much. The, the city itself is really, it's, it's a beautiful city, and it's a right. lot of fun, but uh I prefer the palm trees
0: and the sunshine. Yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I uh, I got married in, in in Pittsburgh. My my wife Stephanie, um, she grew up there, and just like you, you know, I had friends and family that had moved down here, and it was time to go when uh, when it was her time. So, but I love visiting. I think it's a great city. I think it's you know, uh, I think a lot of people don't realize what Pittsburgh is like, and they get there and it's like, whoa, this is cool. this nice. is amazing. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really absolutely. cool, and then they realize that the sun never shines and that the winters are tough and like, you know, and there's a lot of wind coming off those rivers. Yeah. (laughs) So Yeah. uh, yeah, that's cool. So nine years, huh? Yep. That's awesome. Nine years I've been here. That's cool. Ken, what about you?
1: Um, so I grew up in Maine, did all my high school stuff there. I graduated high school when I was 16, so um, I immediately left because Maine's really pretty and it's like a postcard <laughs> state, but I hated snow. Right. Um, <laughs> so it was not the place for me. I got into college at University of Florida, go Gators. Yeah. I was um, the <laughs> the captain of the lacrosse team there oh, while nice. I was in college and. Then I realized I love Florida and I wanted to stay in Florida. So I moved to um, Neptune Beach, which is right outside of Jacksonville, northern Florida. Um, there, I pretty much did the service industry thing for a little while, but was still always really involved in fitness. I coached at JU for the women's lacrosse for a little bit. Um, so I stayed with that and then I actually started my own business. Um, meal prep service there so this isn't the first one I've had and it was kind of like the same thing except there it was more one-on-one clientele so I did uh, personal training with people that were getting ready for like the MPC body competitions and then I made all of their food so it wasn't like you can go on the website and order it was tailored to each person's needs um, which I love doing it was a lot of work especially when you have like 350 pound dudes getting ready for a body weightlifting contest and calling you crying because they ate a Snickers and cheated (laughs) on their (laughs) diet. But I always loved the aspect of it. And then I moved from um, Neptune up to Asheville and I was vacationing here in um, Charleston. And there was just this bartender guy who started hitting on me every time, every time, you know, and I was like, who is this bartender dude? And, it was Corey, and for a while, we were um, long distance, and then he moved up to Asheville, and then yeah. he actually brought me back down to Charleston. Um, this is after we were married.
2: blasted her up, brought her back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Put a ring on it, uh, got me <laughs> pregnant with our daughter, <laughs> and I was like, well, I love Asheville, but I need to raise my baby by a beach.
0: There you go. And
1: so we came back, and it's been like, I've been in Charleston for two years now.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, welcome back, yeah. right? Yeah. For sure. Asheville, Charleston, I mean, such great places to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, what? Uh, what? You left Maine. You graduated at 16. I did. What's up with graduating early? You just I wanted was, to get out? Or, she's a genius. Um, <laughs> yeah, were, were you just uh, that advanced? Like, how'd that come apart?
1: I was, Um. I. I guess I am. I'm just really... My reading was always reading comprehension. And so when I was in fourth grade, I was taking like sixth grade reading comprehension classes. And then by the time I got to high school, I had already done the AP reading and comprehension classes. Mm -hmm. So like by my sophomore year, they were like, all right, well, you can just like double up on your math. And then the next year they were like, you're (laughs) (laughs) done. You can hang out and do like elective stuff for two years or you can graduate. And I was, had been playing lacrosse my whole life and UF started scouting me. I was scouted by UF and UC Davis in California. I actually thought I was going to go to UC Davis for Mm -hmm. a while. I went there every summer for their Nike lacrosse camps that they host. Um, But I don't know for when it came down to like bite the bullet and UF only had a club team when I went to. So it was kind of just the opportunity to start something. My parents were gators as well. So I think that like subconsciously was ingrained in me. So when like (laughs) UF wanted me and they're like, Hey, you also get to start the lacrosse program. I was like, let's do it sunny Florida. (laughs) (laughs) And as much as I wanted to leave Maine, just 3000 miles to the other side of the country kind of freaked me out. And UC Davis is like an agriculture school, so it's like although it's in California, it's in the middle of nowhere, right. and so I was like, you know what, let's try Florida. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good choice overall, yeah, right, right? Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what bar did you all meet at? What, where were you bartending? I
2: was bartending out on Folly Beach um, at Snapper Jacks. Okay. Yeah, the rooftop bar. Yeah. yeah. So You know, I was, I was a much cooler person back then. I guess rooftop <laughs> bartender. Kayak tour guide, oh, paddleboard Coastal tour expedition. guide. The that's how
1: there. he really roped us in. Yeah, there.
2: yeah. We got them with the paddleboarding. Yeah,
1: that's right. Because that's right. that is yeah. cool. I was on a <laughs> camping trip with two of my guy friends from Asheville, and he started talking to us at the bar, and he was like, "Well, do you guys want to go kayaking for free tomorrow? See Charleston from the water?" And we were like, "Yes, why wouldn't we want to do that?" And then he got the number, and
0: yeah. Which is even more impressive, <laughs> considering you're with two two other guys, you
1: know. Yeah. yeah it <laughs> still swoops in again, um, He swooped them first. He, like, <laughs> we were camping, and, like, he ended up coming to our campsite, and, like, because our, it had rained on James Island County mm-hmm. Park, but not on Folly Beach. So he, like, texted, like, when he got off his shift at, like, 1230, it was an earlier shift, and was, like, are we still on for tomorrow for kayaking? And I was like, yeah, we still want to do it. And he's like, everything going okay? And I was like, actually, we've been trying to start a fire since we got back. It <laughs> rained and everything soaked and it's been a mess. And he's like, well, I think I have some charcoal that might help. Yeah, so char- ended charcoal up, on the
2: back of my car. Yeah, he landed. swooped
1: in with that. Ended up <laughs> being best of friends with my two guy friends. And they stayed up drinking awesome. way too long. Yeah. Long story short, we never went kayaking <laughs> the next day because <laughs> he got them so drunk. I went to bed in my tent, yeah <laughs> and um he left, and then the next day he met us at the beach and we did that. The
0: rest instead. is history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's
1: awesome.
0: Um is snapper jack's still there. Is it still the same place? It's
2: still the same place, yeah. yeah.
1: Much bigger yeah. now. Yeah. There's really, all yeah, they, crazy levels and stuff.
2: Yeah, they expanded the rooftop right. and kind of redesigned everything. Oh, there was a fire, fire up there, yeah. yeah. There was
0: a fire, so That's they had to
2: rebuild. When they rebuilt, they went big.
0: Yeah. Which yeah. I think is yeah. the right thing to do. Um, so I guess I, I understand the kind of the evolution, um, went from coaching and and being involved with lacrosse and then, you know, graduated. How, what does that transition look like for, uh, moving into the nutrition space and like the food space? And then I guess, is it just like a joint love? Did that come in later for you too? She was doing it and like, or where did you develop your, uh, desire to be in the nutrition space?
2: Um, I think, yeah, I think she really brought the nutrition love into my life um yeah (laughs) because for me it was kind of like I was always working out for sports and that was that was it and I was always able to eat whatever I wanted to pizza and (laughs) greasy cheeseburgers whatever um but as you get older you can't do that as much so um she kind of wrote me in and showed me the way showed me how to keep everything balanced I remember
1: when I first started cooking for Corey in the dating stage. He was like, Turkey bacon, rice cauliflower? What is this? Zoodles? What are zoodles? How do you make zoodles? So, but he's definitely evolved nutrition wise, as we all need to once you hit your 30s and your metabolism crashes. <laughs> um, but um, for me, I think I always ate really healthy. Um, even in Maine, like the one thing that I do love about Maine is that it was all like, farm to table kind of fresh like we had a milkman that delivered our milk that i remember growing up and like on one day a week you'd have to put the empties out and the next morning the milk would be on the step and it was just like we got eggs from the farm across the street like if you wanted seafood you went to the docks and like they sold it right there and it was like you weigh it and leave your money in a box like there wasn't even (laughs) anyone there it was honesty like (laughs) policy and like they had farm stands like that so like i always knew kind of whole food ingredient cooking um I learned it my mom was a single mom for a little bit and she was just really big on having my sister and I in the kitchen with her we each had a night a week that we would cook the meals like she would obviously help us but as we got older we kind of got to do it um so yeah cooking's always kind of been a passion and then as time evolved and I left Maine I'd be like what do you mean organic like that's (laughs) always eating organic and now this day and age there's just so much processed stuff and it just kind of coincided. I learned at an early age that you fuel your body for the activities you're doing, um, whether that is competitive sports or college sports or just pursuing goals, or you just wanna feel good day to day. um, You need to make sure you're putting the right things into your body. So they've always kind of been hand in hand and then after I got out of my competitive sports stage and stepped away from the lacrosse thing. That's why I kind of lean to that because a lot of people kind of forget that um, fitness and like as a whole, like everybody focuses on the active fitness part, but it's just as much the nutritional Mm -hmm. fitness part. Um, You can actually, I've met people that do less active fitness and are in better shape overall um, than some people that do active fitness and don't eat right. Yeah, so absolutely. Kinda.
0: There's definitely a spectrum there, and nutrition has to be a large part of I think any um, health endeavor. You yeah. Know, whatever yeah. that may look like, you know, whether it's sport or weight loss or just trying to overcome sickness <laughs> or whatever it is, I think that the, the nutrition aspect is probably the biggest of all of the roles that are, are, are to be played.
1: Yeah, which is crazy because I think if your kitchen time is equal or even more than your gym time, you'll get the results that you want. And a lot of people don't really make that connection. Yeah, And it's also like the preparation side of it. Like cooking, I still love it. I don't love it all the time now that we're cooking like 500 meals a week or more. (laughs) Um, It gets a little little whatever. But some people just weren't weren't born with that passion for cooking. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for them to get into the kitchen and prepare and prepare. Preparation equals success. So, if you're not prepared, like you'll be out or you'll be starving and you'll make those choices that aren't the best fuel for your body.
2: Run Wendy's at lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. Chick
1: fil A. Even Chick fil A is like a healthy option, healthier option. It's more expensive than our meals are and it's not going to really get you where you want to be. Like, as much as it tries to be healthy mm-hmm. or has a food chain, it's still a <laughs> food chain. It's yeah. still <laughs> fast food, which is like one thing that uh, we try to really help people see is that just because they say they're healthier and they're a healthier option doesn't mean it's the healthiest and we should strive for the best which means either finding a service like ours or spending four hours in the kitchen meal prepping to set yourself up like drinking a
0: light beer or something yeah you're still drinking a beer (laughs) because it's less of something doesn't necessarily mean it's the best or there's the right choice um, fun fact, I was actually a milkman
1: um, in you? Colorado yes. yeah, uh,
0: back in the day, so I used to deliver the milk door Isn't to door. Isn't that crazy?
1: Pick up the little wire basket with the bottles in yeah, it and leave yeah. the other one? Oh. So we
0: did like cream cheese, cheese and cottage cheese yeah. like,
1: you know, any kind of dairy product really. Yeah, we had like overnight. coffee milk, strawberry milk, banana yeah. milk, all kinds of different <laughs> flavor milks. I remember Harris Farms. Check it out if you're ever in Maine. <laughs> Southern Maine. They're huge now, actually.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. No. Um, so yeah, the the nutrition aspect is, is definitely um, a large aspect of it. I noticed on the website, you guys do also beyond the meal prep side of things. You do coaching, I guess, maybe similar to the figure competitor stuff as before, but maybe you can dive into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, um,
1: we just started, <laughs> we actually just added that um, option and it's kind of One, I missed my one-on-one connection, like having Freshly Fueled is amazing. Um, When we started it, it was more, we knew everybody ordering. But as we've grown in the last six months, sometimes we just have new customers that I've never met, I've never seen. Um, When we deliver, if you're not home, you can leave a cooler out, or sometimes it's people's husbands or kids that answer the door. So like there are still some customers who've been ordering for weeks that I've never met one-on-one, which kind of... Throws me a little bit because I've always had that personal connection. So, um, after talking to Corey about it, we decided that we were going to add that kind of um, extra step. And so I take kind of my history in that area and I calculate your um, macros and like what your calorie intake should be. And we do the body diagnostics and like the initial consultation. And then there's a couple different options on there. Um, The basic one is just six weeks of me making a menu for you and like a grocery list and then you teaching yourself the habits that Freshly Fueled is doing for other people. Um, Or you can not get the menu and just do the six weeks of coaching with your macros and calorie balance. And I kind of just, um, my thing is is that ideally without dipping into our own profits, I would love it if everybody else knew how to prep for themselves and knew how to balance their macros, because I would like everyone to make this a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. like a sustainable lifestyle instead of just like a service or something they do once in a while. Um, it's kind of, my goal to teach overall health and wow. have people be able to read the body cues. Like when you're craving sugar and you're craving chocolate, does that mean your magnesium's too low? Does that mean you're not getting enough calories and like be able to like determine what it is? Like, do you have an estrogen dominance going on? Like, let's figure it out. Um, and my main goal is because I think that stuff is so incredibly interesting, um, to teach people how to be interested in it and also, um, aware of what their body's right. trying to tell them. So we just started doing that um, different from a lot of online coaching that I see in the area because some people don't understand. Cause like I have slots, like I don't take on a million clients because I am hands on and like, you can text me like 24 seven. If you want to, I might not answer when I'm sleeping or hanging <laughs> out with the baby, but I'll get back to you within two hours. Right. Um, but it's very, it's very detailed and catered to like people specific. It's not just like a blanket, fill in the name of the client and give them the same menu and the same workout. Like it's different for each person. So um, that's been going over really well. We have a, a full client spectrum that I'm taking on right now and a couple people on the wait list. So I cycle them out as other people finish. Cause I just really, I want it to be the right kind of coaching that I used to give, um, which was very like extremely intense and hands-on because they were competing right and so I want to offer that same level to people that aren't necessarily competing but are like chasing a fitness goal yeah
0: yeah yeah. and I think that just even from the education piece right I think that uh, it's super important to to learn I am not the best cook uh and I think it just comes down to the imagination portion of it and then the desire to put things together to make an actual meal yeah um what what do you see as like the biggest challenge or you know to to educating the 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 people you work with or as a whole and then you know how do you how do you go you know turn them into somebody that enjoys it
1: you want to take this one
0: i can i can yeah Yeah. probably take this one so (laughs) a lot of people um they
2: don't have it instilled in their brain they don't they just don't know um, what is healthy, or they think they know what is healthy and it's really not. And a lot of people don't know these cues that she's talking about, like when you're craving sugar, this do this. And it's really easy steps. So if you get someone to understand that if they change their lifestyle just a little bit, they could be healthier in the long run and they could manage this easily um, by themselves without us. So teaching it to them is kind of trying to get them to change their mind about how difficult it is to get healthy, because a lot of people, I think, see living a healthy lifestyle as difficult, and it is a little bit difficult with how easy it is to be unhealthy in today's world,
1: so. And there are, like, a lot of levels to health, I feel like, that is, like, I get overwhelmed by it sometimes in my own my own life I'm a great advice giver and then I have like a million things going on so I don't always take my own advice to be honest but I'm like it is it's a lot because you need to get that active workout in whether it's like like high intensity 50 minutes or you getting a gym routine you need to get that stretching in and recovery that's active as well whether it's yoga or bar low intensity and then you need to be in touch with your body cues which are hormone balances gut health is amazingly important and huge with all of health and fitness um, because you can be eating a completely healthy diet and if your gut's not in the right place it won't absorb the right nutrients Like you have to get your nutrition side so it can be overwhelming for someone that just stepped in. And like I've had some clients that I'm like, okay, we're going to break down your macros. And they're like, well, what does that mean? And like just explaining explaining um, the three basic macronutrients and why it's a balance and breaking through those barriers like a lot of people hear carbs And that we've been trained through all these low-carb diet trends and fad diets to hate carbs, which is the opposite of what you should be doing. Like, if you're eating the right carbs, that's what your body's preferred source of fuel is. Um, And then they hear fats, and they're like, oh, no, I want to cut all the fats. It's like, actually, you need more healthy fats to get your body to drop fat. That's how it's like substitution. Um, Protein's usually easy because that's never really been associated with a negative thing. But I feel like carbs and fats, people get... They're like, oh, well, can't we cut these? Can't we get this low? And I'm like, no, it's a balance. Like, it's really honestly a balance. If you want results, like, and I'm like old school, like I'm not a fan. of like the keto diet and like things like that because I'm about sustainability. So Mm -hmm. long-term, which you shouldn't be doing any extreme kind of fads Mm -hmm. long-term. So I try to teach that a lot. Um, Another thing that I feel like is a difficulty that we often Overcome or I try to overcome is I'll get people and they're like, I don't like broccoli, spinach, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. When you make my meal plan, and I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing we're all over the age of 18, we are adults, so your mind doesn't like broccoli, spinach, yada, yada, yada. Your body loves it. So what we're going to do is we're going to slowly retrain your mind to be on the same level as your body, which means I'm going to give you some awesome ways to cook this food and you're going to slowly start loving it, but you're going to love the results and the way you feel more. And you're going to break that connection you made from whatever bad experience you had with this food. And you're going to listen to your body because there are some nutrients that like even really good supplements they need to come from food, so right. you need to eat this food group.
0: Like yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I find that like as you transition from, say, maybe a, a, a diet that has a high in sugar or high in like fat, um, and you transition to more just like whole food, like sustainable, good, balanced nutrition, taste buds start to change. Right? They like, do. Right? I don't want to necessarily eat broccoli or even drink water, let's say, yeah. because I spent so much time eating these other foods or drinking these other liquids. But if I start to make that commitment. I start to feel better, but all of a sudden I start craving those things as opposed to craving the sugar or the, you know, fizzy beverage or whatever it is there. Right. Crave
2: your, your water or your, uh, Your fresh juice instead of that Diet Coke that everybody's hooked on. Right. Well, (laughs) other people don't get it either.
1: Like cravings are literally your body just asking for more of what its normal is. Mm -hmm. So if your normal is drinking however many sodas a day, or your normal is drinking higher and sugar foods, your body craves that because that's what it's been taught to want. And Mm -hmm. so and you associate that craving with that food when really it's just craving it's like it needs something. Right. And it's going to give you the cravings that you're feeding it. So if you feed it healthy food and feed it water, I have had ladies who came and started or um, didn't drink hardly any water. And then I'm like, all right, well, first thing first, gallon a day like time it out, make sure you've had this much by each meal, like here's your plan, drink 16 ounces with this, like break it down into really manageable things. And then a week and a half in, I'm like, how are you doing on your water intake? And they're crushing a gallon. And they're like, and I want more. And I'm like, see, Mm -hmm. like, that's all it is. It's like your body will start to crave what you feed it the most. So just make sure you're feeding it the right things. It's
0: true. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's super important. I think also to touch on like the keto diet or these other diets, I think you know, just from my perspective and uh, working with a lot of different athletes, I think that everybody is slightly different. Yeah. I think that some some diets or some uh, balance of of certain uh, macro and micronutrients works well with some individuals and then not so well with others. And I but I think I just got a text the other day asking me if I should go on keto diet, and I was like, well, if you haven't even mastered just Eating whole food, like just being on a regular good nutrition plan, there's no reason for you to take it to this other extreme just because you've heard about it, you know. Now if you're working with a coach and the coach thinks that your performance has to do with this set of, you know, macronutrients and they want to tweak that slightly, then that's completely different. Now I'm like, okay, I'm eating normal, I've got a good regimen. Now I want to elevate my performance slightly and my coach or my, you know, nutritionist yeah. thinks that I should go into a keto state or into, uh, you know, a paleo state or whatever the case is. But I think if we just stick with eating the right foods at the right times and the right quantities, then then we can tweak it from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, and like some people intermittent fasting, like is great for them, but it's, and like keto is great for another group of people and paleo for some and vegetarian, vegan, all of that, like all of it's great. It's just, being consistent and not making it a fad and then honestly if you like have a diet and it feels like work to keep it up and you're constantly stressed out about that then you're messing with your mental health and your hormones and that's just going to stop you from your goals as well so it's kind of like there are some people like intermittent fasting I feel like is great for seasoned athletes and it comes a time where you kind of need to do that Mm -hmm. but you also have to have like a big support system, a lot of self-control. And if you don't have that self-control to do it, intermittent fasting turns into binge eating when you can eat in the hours you can and you, your balance is off and it's terrible. And it's the same with being on keto. There are some people that really need it. And I feel like it's also a great way to like drop a lot of body fat really quick, but it should be shorter term. And then it's the reintroduction that nobody does. Mm -hmm. um, That just makes you, blow back up to the same body yeah, fat percentage right. so. which
0: and we know of that of most diets yeah it too quickly and you know uh intermittent fasting I'm glad you touched on that I, I think that what we see a lot is um that it works really well like you said for seasoned athletes or people that are kind of already on that cusp of like uh you know a, for guys you know 12% body fat looking to get to single digit yeah. or something and they have to make that that adjustment in order to kind of get the body to do what they want. But if you're outside of that, you know, if you're oh, yeah. in, in twenties, you know, of, of Don't body fat, no <laughs> like, we still got so many other things that are easy to, to accomplish, but, um, no, that's great. So, uh, what, what are some of like the biggest influencers? I mean, obviously you grew up in Maine, had a good, nice whole food lifestyle. Um, but was there anybody like within your lives that kind of, um, I can already answer for you, right? Cam came into your life, changed it for forever. <laughs> for Precisely. The, but no, outside of, I guess, the two of you, are there, um, others that, that, that you would like to, to give a shout out to?
1: You want to take this one? Or you want it? Do
2: you? Um, so I guess my influencers, uh, as far as a healthy lifestyle goes, probably my dad. My dad is also a physical therapist. Um, He's got his master's of physical therapy and shout out to dad.
1: Yeah. He's work. in town work, right now watching the babe. Yep, he's yeah. in
2: town watching the babe for us so we can do this. <laughs> um but he uh, he has kind of always lived a healthier lifestyle. My mom on the other hand loved to cook with butter and loved to just load up on, you know, a lot of carbs that were not the best carbs. <laughs> I love not a lot visiting of mom. Not a There's lot so of much green. food. I want to eat. Not a lot of green stuff. Not a lot of vegetables. Yeah. Um, so it was it was kind of... I was split there. And that kind of carried into my <laughs> But yeah, so I'd say my dad um, definitely was all about the broccoli, but my mom wasn't. So i <laughs> a shout-out to him for sure. He was one of my major influencers before I met Cam. Probably just from
0: an activity lifestyle
2: too. Oh, yeah. Way, you know, oh, yeah. Being a physical therapist. Yeah.
1: Um, so influencers... I mean, it's weird. I don't really – I'm very driven. I feel like I've just been very driven my whole life. And, like, I had a lot of, like, Whole Foods, like you said, instilled in me from Maine. But um, I don't really think – like, to start up Freshly Fueled, as um, weird as it might sound, I'd say my biggest influencer was probably – um, Rowan having my daughter, um, which is weird because she's younger than me and she's my daughter. But um, that's kind <laughs> major of major influence influencer. Yeah, like yeah. completely um, <laughs> made me want to get back into it. I was a trainer. Corey and I are both um, trainers, and I was just training at a gym um, in James Island, and then I had Rowan. And I kind of just wanted to go back to offering that next level um, in the low country, Charleston area. When I was on maternity leave and Corey went back to work, I wanted to try some of the meal services around here just because you have no time Mm -hmm. to do anything with a newborn, let alone cook and eat. (laughs) Um, So I tried a few of the services around here and they weren't really what I was used to. Um, I felt like there was a big, big, kind of fall off. And there was like a big category that a lot of people, especially here, I feel like fitness is so big, um, that it just wasn't being met. And so, um, in January uh, of this year, I told Corey that I wanted to start, um, my own meal prep service again. And Corey's just like, the best, most supportive husband ever. And even though we, like, have a new baby. And we Influencer.
0: Were both, Influencer. Yeah, so
1: he's another one. <laughs> um, have a new baby, and we were both working full-time. He was just kind of, like, rooting me to do it. And, um, yeah, I just pushed me into it, and I started it. And we, I don't know, we just... Now we've
2: learned a, a lot. Both of us have learned a lot from it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Starting a business will
1: definitely do yeah. that. Yeah, and then, like, business-wise, influencers, I actually um authors Rachel Hollis that girl is amazing yeah. and i was never one for the like motivational kind of speaker self help right, yeah. kind of thing <laughs> but i've read a couple of her books and just from small business wise she is on point and some of the um things especially like morning routines and setting out your goals and how you talk about your goals as if they've already happened and programming your brain like she's on it. So, um, if anybody's looking for good reading, Rachel Hollis, sorry, guys, it goes more towards women, but I'm sure you could benefit from it as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I don't doubt that for a minute. I think that any of those books, and I think the more you take on that entrepreneurial role, the more it comes, the the more it's easy to relate and and take away from those types of books, whether it's a male or female, I think in that situation. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, title of a book?
1: Um, girl, Wash Your Face. Yeah. And girl, her newest one, Girl, Stop Apologizing. <laughs> yeah. They both start with girl, which is why I said that. Right, there. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But in Girl, Stop Apologizing, she goes over her journaling technique and like a morning routine, which I think it's really important for everyone um, to have a morning routine. And I think the biggest thing she taught me was to wake up purposefully. Mm-hmm. purposefully and um, uh, so for a little while as a new mom I would kind of let the baby monitor wake me up like when Rowan was awake I'd get out of bed but then you always start like one step behind mm-hmm. and you're kind of just one step behind for your whole day so now I learned through her books to kind of set an alarm even on the days I don't want to and be awake before I'm awake to get up and do something and that can carry over for being a new mom or before you go to the gym like give yourself that extra like hour to hydrate and like get your mind right write down some goals so you can crush them Um, and that doesn't always mean because Corey looks at me right now, because he still has to get up and train. I'm not always out of bed when I do these things. Okay, let's be honest. Everybody's different. Yeah, like my alarm goes off. I'm awake. I might still be in bed. I might be doing social media for fresh fuel on my phone or reading or journaling. You don't have to get out of bed to have a morning routine, which is like another thing, like hallelujah for that, because I would not have (laughs) one. But (laughs) um, you can still be mindful and driven from your own bed intentional
0: intentional yeah Yeah. the uh i think that's great i think you're absolutely right and everybody's schedule is different but as long as it's intentional and purposeful then i think that that's all that really matters um, about your schedule the um to that point um what's a good uh definition of health for you all or like you know everybody talks about health fitness wellness like what is your definition of health and like what makes a person healthy you go first.
2: So I think for me, what makes a person healthy is um, definitely, I love, I love the word intentional. So being intentional about what you eat, being intentional about how you work out, when you work out, um, it all kind of goes in. And I think mentally you have to be in a place as well for health. I feel like it's all encompassing um, and it kind of all comes together to make a person healthy. You don't have... A person who can, you know, go to the gym and lift as much weight as they can, you know, more weight than I can, more weight than the three of us combined can lift. Um, And they have, you know, a health issue outside where they can't eat right or they don't care about what they eat. I feel like that definitely has an effect on their general well-being, which I guess is, Mm -hmm. you know, is
0: health. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say health to me is balance. Um, That's probably my favorite way to describe it because it's a nutritional, it's that active um, lifestyle, it's that restorative lifestyle, and it's definitely like gut health and mental. So I feel like 360 degrees of wellness is kind of what I um, put like on my handouts that I give to the clients that I'm taking on and I have them work on all different aspects. It's not just nutritional. It's not just your gym routine. Um, A lot of times I feel like people Don't understand why they're not getting that result they want. And like if you kill it in the gym seven days a week, you're going to get results, but you're not going to sustain them and you're not going to break through once you hit that plateau. And that comes into the nutritional side. The nutritional side comes into the gut health side because you can be eating the cleanest diet. And if you have something going on with your microbiome, it's not going to absorb it. Um, and then that also carries over into the hormone mental side, which are your emotions and also how you look at yourself and talk to yourself. And like, I think another thing that the mental health ties over to is your drive in the gym. So it's just like a big circle. Mm-hmm. It all is connected. Um, your mind has to be in the right place. Your nutrition has to be in the right place. You have to be able to not say, I can't do this in the gym and say you can. And most of the time you can push through it. You have to know that. Instead of working out seven days a week, if you work out five days a week and do yoga one day and you're eating right, you're going to get the same results, if not better. Um, So I think balance is my my word for.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I think those are both good uh, definitions. As you were talking, I kept thinking about momentum, you know, like getting started that start gets into the next thing and like just that momentum builds and whether it's focusing on one item and the momentum builds to the completion of that task or off, completing yeah. that task leads to the momentum of completing yet another task, you know? And I think that all of those, um, you know, are just important for being healthy, you know, yeah. like it's kind of, that's how you maintain balance and that's how everything kind of comes together. What, um, so in that fact, like, how do you, stay healthy. Like what what is it that either you or that you think people should do to to maintain their health.
2: Yeah. Um on the fitness side of thing and on the uh the working out side of thing, I feel like your side of things, I feel like it was for some people and for me especially, it was kind of part of my life. So I grew up in, you know, Pottsville and I started playing high school sports. Along with high school sports you have, you know, physical education and you have the gym that you have to go to and you have to stay in shape or you want to stay in shape so you can perform better in sports years. and then you got into, co- and then you get into college sports and then it becomes like a job almost and it's like you have to be at the gym from this time to this time you better be working out you know this is this is why you're in school now or this is <laughs> that's what they want you to think anyway yeah. um this is um one of the reasons you're in school now so it's kind of like it's instilled it's always happening it's always happening working out is a part of life Um, Once I lost that, I feel like um, fitness almost took a little dip for me. So when I didn't have that regimen that was um, required of me, when it wasn't a requirement anymore and I had to want to do it, it took a little dip for me until I felt the change in my body. You you feel that change happening and you're like, wow, I'm very lethargic. I don't feel as energized. Um, How did I used to do this stuff? And it was all because... Of that, so I feel like that's really. What do you do now? I don't know for, and now, now that I'm a trainer, it's a it's a job again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's part of the, it's part of the lifestyle. Right? Yeah. Part of the
2: lifestyle, yeah. So, um, just getting getting that mental um, breaking through that mental wall of, you know, I like, I could not work out. I'll work out tomorrow. I'll do it. You know, the next time I'll do it. And I'll start next week. Yeah. Um, you should always try to break through that. Yeah. Right, start now. Yeah. yeah. Start so right now. now. I think I got away from the question.
1: I
0: think No, you that to. was good. You <laughs> it. You it. You it. Start now. <laughs>
1: um so fitness for me now, um, and I'm gonna give a shout out because Corey won't do it because he trains there, but I go to Hilo. Mm-hmm. Um I love it. They're great. Yeah, they're balanced, which is what I think is the most important thing. Um they have the high intensity rooms, which is fifty minutes, so as a new mom I did not have that much time to work out. So you get in there for 50 minutes and it's harder than I can push myself in the gym now. Like I am coming from a training aspect like i still will go to the gym sometimes to hit those other muscle groups i need to work but my gym workouts compared to my high low workouts are just like crazy different because it's just different motivation yeah um if i go solo i need to be there for like an hour and a half and then or i can just go for 50 minutes and then i also love that they have the low side um yoga stretching um all that rejuvenate which is foam rolling and stretching which i think is super important to put in your routine um, and that's something that I make sure that I'm not as good as I tell my clients to be about it. But we're getting back into the routine of just stretching before bed. It's like an easy bedtime routine that you mm-hmm. should have. Um, stretching balances your stress levels and your hormones right, right. gets you those to those um, goals. And then obviously nutrition is big in our household. One, we have a year and a half here, um, old little girl who's watching everything we eat, and we're trying very hard to get her to eat things that are produce-based and fruit-based and not out of a bag and stuff like that. So um, she watches us in the kitchen, which I think helps keep us on track. We bought her her own little kitchen, so now when we're cooking in our kitchen, she's, she's cooking in her awesome. kitchen. Um, so that, I think, helps keep us, and then also we – you we love what we make for freshly fueled so we prep a couple extra for us because we do know we are really busy and he wants to work out and he works at Hilo and I want to work out and I work out at Hilo and then we have a baby to juggle and we have this business together. So our time is very strapped and if we don't prep um, when we're prepping for other people we'll be out shopping for like five hours and then all of a sudden we're starving and then we're falling into the same unhealthy unprepared routines that we're telling people not to get into yeah. so
0: yeah that's uh that's cool that you're able to, to make that all balance, and it doesn't have to be perfect right but yeah. again it's like just uh yeah. keep the wheel turning so that it keeps moving forward that's right yeah uh i guess we'll move into some like a little bit faster questions now so like health and fitness or even nutrition because you guys are so rooted into nutrition like What's one thing you can't live without? Either one tool, one, uh, and this can go health, fitness, or nutrition, but, like, one thing that you all cannot live without right now. Cannot live without.
1: Corey. (laughs) (laughs) And that sounds really weird, but Corey's my um, main motivation for, like, if it's competing next to him in the high classes (laughs) and Mm high-low or trying to get us both eating healthy in the kitchen. I like to teach him new things in the kitchen and – find ways to make cauliflower mashed potatoes taste good without him noticing it's cauliflower mashed potatoes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> as cheesy as that answer was, I think that's I like it. think it's no, good. I think good. <laughs> <Yeah>. And having, <laughs> having
2: goals, of course, is, so that's kind of something that I think needs to be a part of everyone's routine, mm-hmm. having a goal. Yeah. Because um, if you don't have one, you're kind of just floating. floating around working out. You know, you could be, you know, getting in really good shape, um, but if you don't have a goal, you don't have something to strive for. And I feel like the motivation to strive for something is really what um, what you need to keep yourself healthy, to keep yourself working out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Goals, again, purposeful, right? Why am I getting out of bed today? Yeah. The uh, that went way deeper than I was expecting. I like that. was gonna be like a favorite egg beater or something like that. You can't live without. Oh, um, that one knife, yeah, the sharpest <laughs> one, <Yeah>. whichever knife <laughs> is the sharpest, yeah, right, right. Uh, what, what are you best at? If you had to pick one thing, what are you best at, Cam?
1: Well, cooking. Um, I'm yeah, just cooking in general. I don't work from a lot of recipes, which is really aggravating for Corey in the kitchen for me because he'll be like, okay, I'll cook this meal. How do I do it? And I'll be like, you need this, 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 and then put this much of this in it. And he's like, what? Yeah, um, yeah however so, much
2: your heart feels.
1: Yeah, yeah he hates when I say <laughs> that when we're baking. He'll be like, how much cinnamon should I put? I'm like, However much your heart feels is right. He's like, what does that mean? And <laughs> I'm like, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> what are you best at? What am I best at? Um... Ooh, am I good at anything? So, <laughs> shut up. so I feel like, and I don't want to say I'm the best at it, but in my life, I'm a great motivator. Um, I can motivate people really well. In He's the gym, an amazing the cheerleader. Day. He's
1: my number one cheerleader. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So support, I feel like I'm really good at that. What do you struggle with? What do I struggle with? Ooh, sometimes, uh, sometimes my self-discipline, I guess.
1: Focus.
2: Yeah, focus, focus, focus for sure. This is Sometimes when I have a lot of things going on, I lose track of a lot of those things. So I need to be able to focus on one thing and accomplish that. So my goal is to add some focus to my life. Um, <laughs> no, I, like I almost it. forgot what I was talking
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably struggle with self-doubt, which is like a really honest thing. Um, just Running your own business and, like, the ups and downs of having your own business and then, like, trying to get back into pre-baby shape and performance levels that I used to be, which are in college and as a 32-year-old, I'm never going to get back there, but um, I find I doubt myself a lot, like, whether it be from food and how it tastes, and then, like, it's funny, because I'll be like, Corey, this this meal is terrible. It didn't come out how I wanted it to. People are going to hate it. And then that meal is the meal that everyone will be posting (laughs) all over Instagram and, like, texting me about, like, this is amazing. Can I have the recipe? And I'm just like, oh. So I think self-doubt is a thing that everybody needs to kind of learn to just ignore. And I don't say ignore a lot of things from your body, but if you're going to ignore one thing, let it be (laughs) self-doubt.
0: quiet that inner voice. Yeah. (laughs) <clears throat> no, that's great. Uh, what's the, the one thing, this should be easy, what's the one thing the public needs to do to um, uh, assist with their own health and fitness? Ooh, the order of freshly fueled. fun. Shameless
1: fun. No, no, no yeah, I think we'll just
0: keep that one right there. Uh, all right, so uh, getting ready for a big event. What's your walkout song?
2: Ooh, the walkout song to a big event. Yeah, I just love so much different music but if I had to like the first thing that came to mind was like Back in Black by ACDC. There you go. I like that. That is very I like much, much Corey's style. Yeah. And, I like
1: that. and then I am actually the opposite of that and Corey's always said I'm a freak of nature because I don't listen to music when I work out. Like Hilo <laughs> you have to but I won't really notice what's on. So I'm actually more of a inner inner motivation i don't really have a walkout song if nice. i had to pick one the
2: music inside of her right. i
1: know but if i had to pick one um hey i don't even know babe you know what i like to listen to oh, geez. So, so like i'm like one of those weirdos that goes to the gym without headphones i like and,
0: it you walk out in silence yeah right? yeah i think that's pretty scary yeah
1: <laughs> you
0: come walk into the ufc ring and there's nothing it's
1: just, yeah like i just walk out i'm just yeah. there like yeah. what's that
0: um favorite cartoon
2: favorite cartoon i mean recently since we've had (laughs) since we've had rowan i've gotten into um oh
1: man the little fox guy oh no the cat
2: one the cat one's really good but tumbleweed tumbleweed's really good these days um but (laughs) um in the past my favorite cartoon If I was going to like go back and watch another one, I'd say, Hey Arnold was really good. Hey Arnold. Really good messages in Hey Arnold. Yeah, I like that
1: one. (laughs) Um, So, weird fact about me is I am not very big with screen time. Um, I wasn't... I lived from 16 to probably like 24 without a TV in my apartment and my house, Um, but... uh, I would say going back old school, old school. Aladdin was there my jam. Go. Aladdin <laughs> was my thing. I love that little yeah, rat coming up over everything. Yeah.
0: Yep. Did you uh, go see the new one yet? No,
1: I haven't. Yeah. But Will Smith is my favorite. <laughs> <Will Smith's> great. <laughs> I don't even care what people have to say about it. I've always loved Will Smith. Yeah. So we no want doubt
0: to... he's going to be a good genie. Yeah. You know what the rest of the movie will be
1: like but
0: exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be it. <laughs> um, What's the last TV show that you watched?
2: Last TV show?
1: HBO.
2: Oh, The Deuce. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, The Deuce is a good one. A little risque. But... It's a little, yeah, a little Very dark. Very risque. A little, yeah. uh, it's a good one. But it's good. It's, yeah. it's riveting.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that we don't do, we don't want to have time for much TV. Yeah. It's um, that's the last one that we finished. But yeah, when we, do, then when they, we like, did have
2: time, we were uh, we were on The Deuce for a while.
1: Yeah. The first season I like more than the second season, but I still think <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, and then we, before that, like we watched TV together. We just finished Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, which we're, is huge. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: like, and I was never. I don't think either of us were like Game of Thrones. Like some people are, but or like that for any TV. And then Stranger Things. we yeah, that's our next one. Again. We're gonna yeah. start.
0: You see my cup? There you go. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: So when we have time, I think. We never really have time, but if we decide we want to just chill, we'll put on something.
0: Uh, last book you read? The last book
2: I read, Outliers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Outliers it's was a good book. book. Yeah. It is a good book. Yeah. yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, awesome. Um, so well, so Girl, Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. Um, but before that, hmm. I mean, besides the stuff we read to Rowan. Like yeah, Dr. Duck on Seuss, a Bike. Duck on a Bike. Dr. Um, Seuss. <laughs> uh, Cannery Row. Cannery Row. Yeah.
0: I'm not I'm not familiar. with Steinbeck?
1: Steinbeck. Yeah. Um, oh, so okay. I'm a very big, well, in my previous life when I had time, very big Steinbeck fan. Yeah. He's written like really good everything. He's from California and I actually did a road trip out to where he wrote a lot oh, of his books cool. and one of his nonfiction books, which a lot of people don't know that he has, um, travels with Charlie. Charlie's the name of his dog. Um, he takes a trip from the east coast to the west coast, like off the beaten path. Um And it's nonfiction, which he's not big for writing, and we did that same route.
0: Oh, nice. That's fun.
1: Steinbeck's a man. In all his books, which is really funny, his fiction books, he's very, like, masculine and degrading to women. Like, he doesn't ever really have women characters or give them names if they are featured, and they're usually a negative influence on the males in his books if they're featured. But in his nonfiction... Um, he was an amazing husband and talked mostly about his wife and how she was his main influencer. And he's also very religious, so he
0: has
1: really cool, contradicting yeah. personalities.
0: Yeah, no, that's fascinating. It's uh, always very interesting to get like deep into an author's head. Like, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, let's talk about how people can find you.
2: Oh, perfect. Yes. So any social media platform, freshly fueled. FreshlyFueled.com to check out our menu um, and to order, of course.
1: (laughs) www.FreshlyFueled.com. And then, yeah, Instagram is just Freshly Fueled. We don't do Twitter. I'm not good at tweeting.
2: Facebook, though, yeah. Facebook
1: we have. um, And then you can message us on any of those. um, And I'm usually rapidly responding. Yeah, Yeah. that's right.
2: Best
0: customer service in the business. Which is
1: actually... What people have
0: said we're not just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, I training at Hilo. And I train, so train at Hilo, that's right. Run into you there if they got personal questions. That's right. You West can come Ashley. see me there, come come work out, get your butt whooped. Yeah, that's right. There's a new location in West Ashley. Yeah, yeah that's where I'm working out yeah. pretty much exclusively over there in West awesome. Ashley.
2: But yeah. It's a beautiful space. It's an awesome gym. The workouts
0: are killer. So
1: Yeah, you your first Swing class. Swing by. First
0: class is free. <laughs> come check us out. Well, I could definitely uh, roll on and on for, for this for hours. I always wonder how Joe Rogan and other people can go like three hours on a podcast, but then you get started and it's obviously very easy to do. So um, I'm going to go ahead and cut it off now. I really appreciate you guys coming in and, and spending time with thank me you. and uh, right. being on the Healthy right. Charleston podcast. Um, so thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Charleston podcast. Don't forget, educate yourself empower others and take care of your body you only get one
1: yeah so thank very you very nice good sign take off care. <laughs> the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started it's a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing podcasts best of all it's 100% free